Cinewag. A chinwag about cinema. Hello and welcome to Cinewag. I'm Jordan. I'm Sophie. I'm John. And I'm Tony. So, we designed this podcast to try and help Sophie improve her film knowledge, which yeah. I don't know if we've done a good job at that. I still don't understand what film Sophie's going to like or is not going to like. How do you feel, Sophie? I've watched a lot of films. I learned a lot, actually, now, because I, I was doing the quizzes. I learned stuff. It's been great. What's been your biggest highlight of the movies you've seen? What, the favourite one overall? Yeah, well, yeah. What's your favourite movie? Which one would you watch again? Which one you won't? And, you know, is there any movie that you've gone, wow, I really should have watched this a long time ago? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not even Blue Jasmine or the girl with all the gifts. Oh, yeah, you gave, what was that, like nines for both of those? Yeah, I did like both of those. Yeah, I wouldn't have watched the girl with all the gifts and I'm glad that I did. I don't know, I probably, yeah, I watched The Shawshank Redemption. Lots of people say you should watch that. I've seen Interstellar. I know what people go on about now when they talk about Interstellar. (laughs) You know, I've seen films. (laughs) <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. Have you seen Turbo Kid yet? No. Oh! <laughs> I don't know why I'm going, ah, oh, I know she hasn't watched it. I want to watch it with you. Oh. It's like every wait, Saturday wait, wait, night. Wait. If we haven't got a plan, I'm just like, can we watch Turbo Kid tonight? Have all of you watched your Christmas films? Yes. Yes, I've watched mine. What was mine? <laughs> Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, I watched that. That was good. Okay, I guess I probably should then. (laughs) If you're very confused at this moment, we are discussing the Christmas gifts that we got each other. Listen to the Christmas episode of Cinewag if you have the chance. Tony got Sophie Turbo Kid, a dystopian Mad Max style teenage film. Sophie got Jordan, Japanese story, a very weird Australian film. Yeah, it's a good performance from Tony Collette, but yeah, it's an unusual film. Yeah... I got Blade Runner from Jordan, which was amazing because that was around the time that Blade Runner 2049 was still in the cinema and I didn't want to watch it because I hadn't seen Blade Runner. And Jordan was annoyed because I hadn't seen Blade Runner. And Blade Runner was quite good. And we got Tony Mean Girls. And we got Tony Mean Girls. Yeah, it was fun, actually. I kind of enjoyed it a bit more than I expected. It's a good point, though. What have you lot learnt? I I know nothing about what kind of movies you like. (laughs) I agree. Well, historically, you seem to know more than me, Tony, about what Sophie's going to like. Tony, you've you've done the best. You've got sixes-ish on on average. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? Someone has kindly done the stats for me on both season one and two now, and Tony is still coming out as the top recommender of films. He's got over a five, and you two haven't. Oh, dear. Oh, well. (laughs) To be fair, I think your five out of ten is probably equivalent to someone else's eight out of ten. So, you know, Tony's doing amazing. Me and Jordan are just not that bad. Yeah, that's probably true, actually. Well, as it's the last episode of season two, shall we do some wild card suggestions? Some recommendations that we think Sophie should really watch? And maybe other people too. Yeah, maybe other people as well. Yeah, I mean, it's always good to know what movies have really been on people's minds and how they, you know, really affect you. I think two movies that I just love and I always go back to every so often when I want to watch something that's a bit of fun. That is In Bruges. Ooh. And The Necessary Death of Charlie Countryman. Okay. I have never heard of that. It's a movie of Shia LaBeouf. I was intrigued at a film I didn't know, and then you said Shia LaBeouf. It's probably his best movie, I think, yeah. That's not a very high bar. To be fair, if you don't like Shia LaBeouf, watch it. Okay. It's good. I'm intrigued. Does it have robots? It doesn't. Does it have trumpets? Not much, actually. Well, talking of a film that does have trumpets, (laughs) and everybody needs to watch Incredibles 2, which has come out and is amazing. That's not the one I'm going to suggest. 
I'm going to put American Hustle up there. I really think you should watch it, Sophie. I think you're going to love it. And the other one, it's got quite a long title, Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Uh, I've seen it. Have you? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. I was so excited. I was so excited. It's an amazing film. It's the best picture Oscar winner. Of course, Sophie hasn't seen it. Well, I don't know, but I think it's interesting. It's really good drama, brilliant acting. It's about theatre. There's a lot you could enjoy in there. It's really good. I'm Batman. <laughs> it's an enjoyable movie, but Jordan's excitement on his face then was amazing. <laughs> he raised his hopes and dashed them superiorly. Mm, sorry. What about you, John? Wild card suggestions. What would you recommend for Sophie? See, I'm thinking The Big Short. Oh, very good. It's a nice ensemble film. It's a bit serious, and you'll probably just be annoyed at it's everyone because of it. Yeah. But it's such a great film, and everyone needs to watch it. I think I said that when we were recording Christian Bale. Yeah. But definitely The Big Short. Sophie really likes Sandra Bullock. What about Gravity? Nah. <laughs> She's fabulous in it, but okay. I think we should go right back to the start and maybe get a different Chris Pratt film Ooh. as well because of how much you didn't enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy. So, Moneyball? I've wow. seen that. Oh, you've seen Moneyball? With you, yeah. Oh, okay. The baseball film. Yes. Talking of Chris Pratt, what about Avengers Infinity War? Don't care. It's amazing. It's so good. You could not have wanted a better film. Amazing. I prefer Deadpool 2. I feel like you're not recommending films for me. <laughs> yeah. Lots of people die in Deadpool. You should watch it. It's funny. Yeah, this is the point that we still have no idea what Sophie should watch. American Hustle. So, we've got a few extra suggestions for you. Out of those, do you think you're actually going to watch any of them? <coughs> no. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Our work here is done. <laughs> Nothing can help. Okay, what about Ocean's 8? I'll probably watch it, yeah. Okay. I'll tell you a film I did like. Ooh. Peter Rabbit. Really? I have not wow. seen that. Okay. It's really, really sweet and funny. Didn't Gemma Aston do a voice in that? The main woman in it is the woman that was in the X-Men film about the apocalypse. Rose Byrne. There's a pig in it. And it <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> he's in like a smoking jacket and he's like a really posh pig and he's got like a monocle and he's going round and he's being really refined and then he sees food and he like shoves it in his face and then he's like... What does he say? I'm so sorry. I'm never going to do that again. Uh, oh, hang on. <laughs> my my <laughs> no, apologies. No, 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 no. It's the diet starts now. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. <laughs> okay. It's really stupid. <laughs> but no, it was quite nice going to the cinema. There were a few films we could have chosen from. Sophie got the vote and I was not looking forward to watching it at all, but it was okay. You laughed loads in Peter Rabbit. Yeah. I've seen the Jurassic Park film. We did go to see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom for my birthday. That's the one. Yeah, not impressed with that. Okay. There was a sad bit. I nearly cried in it. <laughs> did you like it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a really sad bit in the middle. It's not really a spoiler because it's not a huge thing that happens, but there's all these dinosaurs on a volcanic island. All the lava's coming down the hill and there's one last dinosaur that they didn't get off the island and it's dying in the lava. Oh, it's really sad. Yeah. I saw the girls' Ghostbuster film. That was good. Don't make faces. It was really good. <laughs> I, no, I, I'm I really too. glad you enjoyed that, it Sophie. It was very I important. have seen the new Ghostbusters movie and I thought it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest problem with it was that they tried to reboot. They should have done it as a continuation, I think. 
Yeah. yeah. I think if I'd done it as passing the torch rather than just delete everything that come before, I think that's the biggest problem it had because cast-wise and kind of story-wise, it was all right. I didn't mind it. It was okay. Yeah. Kate McKinnon, I thought she was really funny. I like Kate McKinnon. Yeah, she was good. And it was nice to see Ghostbusters back again on the cinema screen. It's interesting how a lot of films now are going for a female lead. That's quite good. Yeah, absolutely. I also had to watch that, what was it, with the robots? You had to watch Pacific Rim 2. <laughs> oh dear. That is a ridiculous film, but I enjoyed most of it. <laughs> to finish off the triple bill of cinema films that we saw that week, which was quite a record for Sophie, three films in one week. I'm impressed. It was Ready Player One. Ooh. Uh. Tony's not a fan by the sound of it. I would agree. Well, you didn't necessarily enjoy Ready Player One. We did have another game conversion film, Tomb Raider. Alicia Vikander did a decent job as Lara Croft. Perhaps not the greatest film, but I thought she did a really good job as Lara she Croft. Did. Have you seen that? No. Did you see it, John? Uh, yeah, I did see it. It was a bit... Sexy. <laughs> Do you know what? I would actually say it wasn't very sexy. I think that Alicia Vikander was amazing as Lara Croft. I think she's very strong. I think she's very funny. I think she's very good at portraying both strength and vulnerability. Definitely. And she was the entire reason that movie was carried. That movie had some amazing scenes in it. The shipwreck scene was very tense. The only thing I didn't like about the movie was I've played the game and it was just a carbon copy, so it was no real surprises for me. Yeah, that was a little bit of a shame. I don't know. I'm I very hope hopeful. they do another one, but yeah, they so need less trumpets. <laughs> More violins for Tomb Raider. More violins. Something else that's happened. I've joined a book club. Wow. Love you. Okay. I like books. What but, book are you reading? Well, this is... <laughs> I read the last book, but this book looks a bit more dramery, so I'm just going to do the film, because then that's only like two hours of my life rather than weeks of reading. Out of interest, what is the book that you're thinking of actually watching the film instead? It's called Half of a Yellow Sun, and it's oh. by a Nigerian woman writer, and it's some sort of drama set in the Nigerian war in the 1960s. Wow. Sounds cool. interesting. Yeah, I think it's a love story. Yeah. It's got people in it that are famous. You you looked it up as well. Yep. Chiwetel Ejiofor is the main lead. And oh, Tanya Newton, Newton is the female lead. Yeah. So wow. it should be good. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I'm going to get you to watch a David Lynch film and we'll see what happens then. It will not stay on for more than 15 minutes. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Hey, Sophie, I know a movie that you should definitely watch and are hate. You, oh, are you going to go on about that one with the guy and he goes and then they suck out his soul or something? What, what movie is that? <laughs> Get out. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, that movie. No, it's a Jennifer Lawrence movie and that's Mother. I saw... <laughs> You're making most, a face. <laughs> I saw most of this film. It's a weird film. It's a very Aronofsky, Aaron Aronofsky you kind of film. most of the film. No spoilers, please. All right. There, there was some fast forwarding when I just couldn't <laughs> take it anymore. But it's yeah. essentially two hours of Jennifer Lawrence's face. There are a lot of close-ups and she walks around a house a lot with her face in the camera. She probably walks around with her face all the time. Without kind of going into too many spoilers, I mean, this wasn't out when we'd done the Jennifer Lawrence week. So now that I have seen it, from my perspective, I'm quite clued up on a lot of the background that this story kind of draws inspiration from. So I was very quick to get clued into what was happening. But I think it's a very powerful movie that is very much geared to grind anxiety into people. I that definitely don't think it's one for Sophie. Oh, okay. I think, Jordan, you might enjoy it just from she a said she kind likes, of film studies point of view. She said but she likes clever movies. I think she'll get it. I think it's far Ooh. too violent. Uh, to be fair, I think there's enough of a fantasy element in it to kind of really... Things seem to be getting more violent. All films and TV series is now seem a lot more like they're cranking up the anger. 
People are just used to it nowadays. They need more. I don't like it. Well, there is still wonderful, beautiful films out there. Did you see Coco, Sophie? I thought that was a lovely film. That didn't have any violence in it. There's lots of bones walking around and it was great. I loved the song in it and Coco was awesome. I really did like that yeah, movie. Yeah, it was really good. I'd, I'd actually buy that one at Hang on, full price. are we all in agreement here that we like a film? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Brilliant. So. Okay, Coco. Well done, Pixar. So last week, Tom Cruise. Yes, Tom Cruise. Vanilla Sky. I'm really looking forward to your opinion of this film. Had you seen it before? No. Okay. So, Vanilla Sky. If you haven't seen this film and you want to see this film, then don't listen to this review because I'm probably going to end up mentioning everything that happens in it. So, he is a successful guy. He's inherited a lot of money in a business. He's kind of treating a woman quite badly, Cameron Diaz's character, just sleeping with her when he knows that she has really deep feelings for him. He then has a party in which she's there, but then he also meets this new woman played by Penelope Cruz and he's really getting on with her and Cameron Diaz is really jealous. Cameron Diaz then follows him around for a bit. He goes over to Penelope Cruz's house and they spend a really nice romantic time. They don't have sex. They just have like a romantic, happy time together. Cameron Diaz meets him on the way out and says, let's go for a drive. He kind of doesn't really want to, but he goes with her. And basically she causes a massive car crash in which she dies. And he is facially disfigured. His arm doesn't work anymore. All this stuff happens. And then the film changes and ultimately... Oh, it just goes a bit weird, doesn't it? It does get a little bit weird, yeah. (laughs) It's really difficult because I really like a lot of the ideas of the film. It turns out that he has sort of chosen to put himself into this state where he's able to dream whatever he wants for his life and it feels like reality. And he's completely in control, but he doesn't realise that it's all a dream. So he dreams himself a whole life with Penelope Cruz's character. He dreams that his face gets fixed. He dreams that all this good stuff happens, but things keep nagging at him and he ends up causing all these problems for himself. So he ends up making himself do all this awful stuff when really it's just kind of his mind not letting him get over the guilt of Cameron Diaz killing herself. And I don't know. It was interesting, but I just think it could have been done a lot better. I thought Cameron Diaz's character was really, really fantastic. Penelope Cruz's character was fine. And Tom Cruise was all right in it, actually. But there were loads of scenes where he's wearing this weird mask. And you can't see him acting. The mask doesn't add anything. See, I thought his performance while he was wearing the mask was very interesting because you cannot engage with his the emotions on his face. It's all about the body acting and the way he holds himself and he carries himself through a scene. I thought it was actually a very interesting performance for Tom Cruise to decide to play. See, I've got a question for you. Mm. Do you know the point where he actually started to actually have his dreams, where it become where no he, longer reality, but yes. his dream? Yeah. So it's the point when he collapses in the street after Penelope Cruz leaves him. Yeah. And yeah, obviously there's been a lot of things about wearing the mask at that point. Because the only reason to me that you would wear the mask in the later scenes where he's with his psychologist is to disguise whether or not he's got a whole face because you're meant to not sort of know at what point in his life he's at with that psychologist. I thought they could have just done that with like some moody lighting. (laughs) (laughs) I think the reason why they kept the mask is because in the original Spanish version they used a mask and it was quite a hilarious mask. Oh, see, I didn't know it was made from a... That makes sense. Yeah. Mm, We did mention it briefly. Penelope Cruz was in the Spanish version as well. Yeah. It was called Open Your Eyes, which is why that phrase oh, is repeated yeah, quite a lot yeah, throughout yeah. the film. Okay. I didn't dislike it, 
but I feel like it could have been a lot better. Do you think it's dated a little bit? Do you know, I don't think it really has. Right. I just felt like it was a good story, but it had kind of been too, I don't know, a bit too Hollywood or something, like a bit too... The main bit I didn't like was you get to a certain point in the film and then you meet the guy that was Charlie Bucket's dad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he turns up and he's like, I'm going to explain the whole of the film. (laughs) And I was just like, because I think that film came out around the same time as Donnie Darko. And I thought Donnie Darko was so much cleverer and subtler because you can take from that film what you think happened. Yeah. Whereas the Tom Cruise film, you got kind of like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, where are they going to go with this? Oh, oh, now everything's been explained to me like I'm a yeah. child. That is a little bit of the most negative aspects of that movie. And that is, it does a bit of handholding towards the end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it was exactly needed. And I don't think the cryogenic freezing was needed. I think he could have put himself into a mental state where he was imagining these things happening and it became his reality I don't think he needed to have gone into this weird dream where he's being watched by people yeah. and you know I just thought it was all a bit I thought it could have been a really clever subtle film did you film. like it or hate it then I think I know what Sophie's going to rate this what film. am I going to rate it a six. I was going to rate it a five. Oh, close. Okay, right five. in the middle. Because it's not a bad film, yeah. but I just, it could have been so much better. Like yeah. the first, like the start where he's in the crash with Cameron Diaz, like it starts really strong. And then it just kind of doesn't really go that far. And then you just explained everything at the end. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's kind of a waste of time. I just love the interplay between Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz and how he ends up being tormented effectively by his guilt. And mm. I, mean, I thought all three of the central actors gave really good performances. Yeah. Their chemistry was very good. I thought it was a good film. Not yeah. a brilliant yeah, film, yeah, but it was very good. It is a great film. It's not a perfect movie. But yeah, I think that's not too bad a rating for... yeah. Considering some of the ratings Sophie has given us in the past, yeah. I'll take a five. Yeah. That's a nice roundup of the films that we haven't really had a chance for Sophie to watch. We've made a few suggestions. She's not going to watch any of them, but I hope that you guys watch some of them at least if you enjoy them. You can find us on Twitter at Cinewag. You can email us, cinewag at gmail.com, or you can join our Facebook group. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We've had a lot of fun. I'm Jordan. It's goodbye from me. So long and thanks for all the fish. I'm John. Thank you, everyone, that's contributed and spoken to me about it in actual person as well. And goodbye from Sophie. Yeah, I would like to say thanks for everyone for listening. It's been great fun with these guys talking about movies. I'm Tony, and so goodbye. So we've got one final thing that we need to do, and we're going to go over to the bingo machine. I want to talk about someone fun, because Tom Cruise is good, but I want someone like Jim Carrey or Robin Williams. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be great. I think it's going to be someone really young. Like a Gemma Arterton or J-Law. We did Gemma Arterton. Well, yeah, obviously not those (laughs) people specifically. I think it is going to be Michael Keaton. Okay. Cinewag. A chinwag about cinema.